This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, May 6, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The president would like to require all federal contractors to disclose all of their political activity. But is it a move designed to enhance transparency or merely get a better sense of his own political support? The Cato Institute's John Samples, author of The Fallacy of Campaign Finance Reform, offers his thoughts. President Obama has just floated a uh, trial balloon, as we say here in Washington, of an executive order that would compel disclosure of independent spending by anybody uh, who runs a business or takes a corporate form and supplies goods or services to the federal government. Now, since in Washington uh, history is what happened last week, uh, people are tending to forget that there was a Disclose Act last year that failed and that in the run-up to that voting on the Disclose Act, that a lot of people said, you know, what's a great idea to overturn Citizens United is to simply prohibit government contractors from spending money on advertisements, on political speech during an election. It'll have the same effect as uh, banning corporate spending without having to actually confront the Supreme Court. Um, Now, that, as I said, is a year ago, so nobody remembers it. And also, Obama is... Uh, proposing something that's a little weaker in that he's not trying to prohibit spending, but he's trying to um, force its disclosure. And if the disclosure is forced, then people who are going to do the spending have to think about it a little bit more. If you're a business that does uh, government business and you're spending money trying to get the president or members of Congress defeated, uh, that could affect your bottom line very easily down the line. And I think it would ha- might ha- well have the effect of uh, discouraging people who want to challenge the status quo and challenge sitting presidents, sitting members of Congress. I think I've always thought of uh, disclosure for political contributions as just a means for politicians to be able to know who's on their side, who is on the other side, and who has, at least with regard to donations, hasn't really taken a side, and those people are the people without, who haven't made any uh, contributions to, to candidates. And it just seems like, well, this is all in the name of disclosure. It's all in the name of transparency. Uh, it really seems like just a naked attempt to, to get that kind of information and get, get your ducks in a row for politics. Right, and one part of it would be that if you haven't taken a position, you might want to, or that's out there. The traditional justification for disclosure is that it helps prevent corruption. That is, that if you uh, know about the contributions and so on, it it makes it harder for people to have these kind of corrupt deals. The problem with that, with uh, independent spending, is independent spending is independent. That is, it doesn't involve giving money to uh, somebody who might be a public official or to their political party. It involves giving money to people who run television stations for them to run an advertisement or to run some kind of political speech. So you have to have the additional uh, belief that uh, running these kinds of ads will be a kind of understood quid pro quo without any actual kind of money-changing hands to get the corruption rationale in at all. And in fact, the Supreme Court has said there's no corruption rationale. It's independent spending is not about, can't be about corruption or potential corruption. 
So that's out the window. It's the odd thing about it is, as, from a litigation standpoint, is that the only reason to have independent spending uh, disclosed is to inform voters about who somebody supports, because supposedly they're getting an idea about how to vote from that, and that strikes me as highly implausible. So this whole thing seems off. Now, here's a minority view, which is if if the issue is corruption and you're concerned about particular donors having sway with particular candidates, why not arrange a system in which uh, candidates can never know who gave what donation uh, when it occurred? That is, put a complete uh, wall between the donation and the candidate and just say, well, here's all the money that was donated to your campaign. Um, We've publicly reported the amounts of the donations. uh, But if somebody comes up to you and takes credit for it, there's no, there's not going to be any way for you to know whether or not that actually occurred. If that's, if the corruption is the issue, why just not prohibit candidates from learning who gave donations to their campaign? Yeah, this is has been proposed, uh, and whereas we are talking about mandated disclosure, this is mandated anonymity. That is, no one knows. And in fact, uh, an additional part of it is, has been recently that uh, actually. Everyone will claim to be giving money to a candidate. So there will be a general confusion and candidates uh, or parties won't be able to tell who is actually doing what. There's a couple of issues with it. One is the whole question of it is a mandate. It is forcing people to do things that they wouldn't do otherwise. And so it's the use of coercion. It may be the least bad one. I think the real problem with it has been raised by a number of people that know Washington pretty well, which is that it's unlikely that you would be able to maintain the anonymity, that informal, even if the system worked, that informal ways of having credible credit claiming by lobbyists or by uh, other people who were in the Washington game would develop pretty quickly and you actually couldn't do it. So it's more a practical problem, but there is an and has been explored too little, I think, the question of this use of coercion and whether it's justified. Then what is the Obama administration really trying to get? What are they trying to get out of either for public benefit or for partisan political purposes and uh, seeking political advantage? What are they trying to get? Well, this is a a trial balloon like this is going to be about politics. I think they're trying to measure the intensity of the opposition, first of all. I mean, after all, government contractors might roll over and they want to find out if that might happen. But the interesting thing is I think they also want to try to find out the intensity of the support. Uh, the campaign finance reform community is a solid part of their, their uh, the administration's coalition. And it's not at all clear that they're going to like this. This is not something that will necessarily significantly reduce corporate spending on political speech. And that's been a target uh, for a long time of the reform community. They may find that uh, they reject it, the reformers do. And if they do, then looking at it from the Obama position, they've got everybody against it, nobody for it, so why do it? Why bother? And that may be ultimately what they're trying to find out, whether this is worth their while or not. 
John Samples is director of the Cato Institute Center for Representative Government and author of The Struggle to Limit Government. You can get your copy at Cato.org.